and welcome to the And One More Thing podcast. I'm Colton Moore, and this is my weekday drive home on a Friday afternoon. Congratulations, you made it. It's Friday. At least it is if you listen to this today. It may be Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Who knows when you get around to this. But for me, it's Friday, and it's a good one. A little overcast, a little rainy, a nice cool night. It's a great night for high school football. Going to go see my cousin, who's a senior, he's a kicker. It's going to be a good, good night, as long as the rain holds off. But you know what? I've got umbrellas, so it can rain. We'll be all right. All right, as is my uh, my want, typically. Uh, do a little sports talk here. First things first, I'm listening to the Cubs game again. It's one-to-one at the bottom of the eighth inning. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, I'd rather it be like seven-to-one. But you know what? That's kind of been the story of the Cubs... Uh, this last uh, several weeks, really, is uh, these one-run, one-run ball games, low-scoring ball games. Uh, they they won one last night convincingly, finally, with a great full game by Cole Hamels. Who knew he'd be so good when we picked him up? Um, he's got the pedigree, and it's finally showing. Uh, just shows you what an environment can do uh, to revive, to revive somebody. Um, and unfortunately, you uh, Darvish is out for the season. He's got a bone bruise. Um, so he was relieved to have some uh, some closure on his ailment. It wasn't really sure what was hurting him, um, but to have actual proof that he, there's a legitimate injury there, and it's not just in his head. He was relieved to have that uh, diagnosis. Um, so hopefully we'll get rested up for him, and he'll be back um, like six weeks or so. I don't know if probably can't bring him back for the playoffs, um, but hopefully he'll be well rested uh, to start the season next year and we can really see what he can do that would be great still without our closer he's still on the DL just sent Addison Russell to the DL not sure what's going on with him bad pinky I guess good thing we just got that Murphy who can fill in at second base and uh, I would assume we've got Baez at shortstop I didn't hear that part of the lineup yet I just tuned in there for uh, the last half of the seventh and the first half of the eighth inning before I hopped on here to talk to you folks. We had a preseason football game last night. Browns and Eagles. And the Browns had like five turnovers in the first first half. That starting defense was dominant. Uh, forced a safety. Um, but the game ended up being 5 nothing, So that's a unique score for a football game. But that's what it was. So good good, good signs out of the Browns' defense. And you, would, you would expect more out of their starting offense. Since this is the third week of preseason. Uh, but we didn't get it. So not real great news. Um, if you're a Baker Mayfield fan, there's good news. Because Tyrod Taylor heard it seemed to dislocate his wrist. Or something along those lines. Uh, he came back, but was was obviously favoring uh, his left wrist. So he obviously wants to play as much as he can. He, he knows he's not long for Cleveland because he's got one 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 year with him basically. And if if things don't go well, uh, Mayfield's right there 
right there breathing down his neck. So he's trying to show everybody in the league that he's got what it takes to play, that he's tough, uh, that he can stick it out. And good for him. I don't know how long he came back with just the hurt wrist. Unfortunately, like I said, I'm just trying to go off my recollection, my reading of Bleach Report today. But, I mean, that's good news for the Browns, I guess. We might... You got you got a guy there who's your day one starter who is tough and can play through some pain. And you got a talented guy there at number two ready to take the reins when they're handed to him. Um, but seemingly content to, to learn and not have that pressure on him, but more than willing to, to shoulder it if need be. That being said, I'm not sure uh, what's on the slate for the rest of the weekend as far as preseason games go. Be nice to uh, maybe the Packers will be on. It'd be nice to see their starting units for um, a good chunk of game um, because we all know next week it ain't gonna be nothing worth watching. It's all it's all gonna be their you know last cut people final tryout next week, which. Uh, could make, could be entertaining to watch, I guess, because uh, people be uh, basically fighting for their careers there. Uh, if they can, if they can make a roster, uh, it can change your life. But yeah, that's uh, it's all really, that's all I really know that's going on in the, in the sports world right now. Um, baseball. It's going to get a lot more interesting here because we are just a week away from September, which is kind of terrifying because that means my uh, my little boy's going to start preschool uh, there right after Labor Day, so that's uh, a little bit terrifying. I've got a fantasy football draft tomorrow. I've got another one on the 30th, and I've got another one on the uh, shoot. What day is that? How many days? 30 days has September, April, June, and November. Uh, so I guess we got 31 days in uh, August, and I think the 31st, or the first maybe, whatever. Saturday is uh, is my other fantasy draft, so I got I got a couple a couple of days there. Um, the one on the 30th is through work, and they do an auction draft, which I've never done before. I've heard about it just one time though. Um, so basically, you uh, get your guys together and that you get, you know, 200 make-believe dollars and you get to keep two keepers off your team and I'm going to get assigned a team um, from one of the guys that's been let go from from work and I'm going to just jump into his role and take over. So I'll have to get on that, check that roster out and see who I want to keep. But uh, whatever was paid for those guys last year, I'll have to pay for them this year, but I can keep them at that price. Um, and then whatever's left, I'll have that much money to bid on other players, I guess. And it's kind of an interesting concept because uh, my understanding is you can nominate people to be bid on and folks may or may not want to bid on them and you can nominate people that are like, that you think will draw a lot of money so that that, uh, the person you want won't draw a lot of money because everybody else has spent all their money and they don't want to spend that much money on folks. Uh, So it's kind of a unique a unique way of playing the game. We're going to have to find a mock draft to do that. Um, as far as I'm aware, the other two drafts, I know the one is just a regular old snake draft, and that's probably what this one tomorrow is going to be as well. Um, and I'm just thinking, you know, 
I'm usually in bed by like 9 o'clock, folks, because I got to get up at 4, 4.30 in the morning and, you know, drive my hour and a half to work or whatever. But tomorrow night's draft's at 9 o'clock. Jeez, the stinking people in the Eastern Time Zone over there. Of course, it's 10 for them, I guess, isn't it? Never mind. My point doesn't make any sense. So I guess I'm I'm glad I'm in the Central Time Zone. I wish I was on the West Coast, though. Everything's earlier on the West Coast, and that would be nice. And you can watch, like, the stinking Super Bowl on the West Coast on a Sunday night. And it's like, it starts at, like, 4 and it's done at 7 or 8, and you still got all night. How nice would that be? i got to move out west. That's all there is to it. I've been trying to convince my wife of that for the last stinking five years that we got to move out west, but it's not been going so good. Anyway, that's exciting. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out a way. Uh, I'll have to watch games on my phone because I don't do cable because why? When I can watch it for free on my phone. Because, you know, I do streaming services, Netflix, Hulu, all that jazz. Save money. And that's just the way I prefer to do it. Oh, well. I guess I'll leave you with that for this first part. And, uh, and I'll be back with you in just a couple minutes. Peace. back to the end one more thing podcast i'm colton moore and these are my thoughts I'm not sure where you're all listening to this from uh i don't even really know who's all listening to it i'm a wife listens to it she counts for one of my uh, approximately 10 viewers so thank you honey for doing that um but anyway we're over here in central illinois and we're finally getting some rain which is kind of nice uh, i know there's other parts of the country that are that dreadfully, dreadfully, dreadfully need some rain, specifically the West Coast. Um, I know one place that doesn't need any more rain, and that's Hawaii. Y'all been seeing that? They've got a, that hurricane lane out there. Fortunately, has uh, lost a little bit of steam. It's no longer a Category 5 storm. It's a Category 2 storm, but it's slowed down to, it's only moving at 5 miles an hour, so it is just dumping rain on Hawaii. Um, and I've got some friends that are actually out there on vacation right now, and seems to me that they're taking precautions to to be safe for wherever they're at out there um, but man they're getting like over the course of two days they're going to have three four feet of water of rain like feet not inch feet of rain uh, easily you know 30 40 inches and that is stinking crazy um, so I, I can't even imagine that uh, we've had like eight inches over the course of a day before, and that was pretty crazy. Uh, you know, roads were f flooded over, and things got washed out with eight inches. So I can't even imagine what 30, 40 inches over the course of two days does to uh, just people around. I mean, hunker down. Hopefully you have a, a house with some elevation where it's not going to get flooded out. Um, 
not everybody does, but at least, hey, uh, it should, uh, should quench some of the fire from the volcanoes if they're still erupting. I mean, at the very least, uh, stop the lava floats. So, got that going for you. And speaking of rain, on my drive into work this morning, well, a nice, nice steady rain the whole way. Um, I didn't have to really crank my windshield wipers up past the intermittent mode. Uh, at full blast and intermittent, but so they were just nice, easy pace. Man, but and I didn't really hear any thunder inside my car. But man, there was a lightning flash that blinded me for half a second. It was so bright. And but it was so strange to have one be that bright and that close, and not I didn't never felt the thunder. And I can't really explain that. I don't know if it's just because I was in my car. Typically, I would still feel that though in my car. I, I think, but. I don't know, just kind of surprised me. Um, I wish this rain would have came earlier in the summer. I would much prefer a dry fall to a dry summer. I mean, I want summer to be dry enough where I can still do stuff, but a little rain to cool it down every now and then would be nice. But instead, we get wet falls, and uh, fortunately, I'm not dependent on the weather for my work anymore, so the wet fall doesn't bother me a, a whole lot. But... I really don't like mowing my grass into October, so I hope it dries up next month and my grass just stops growing for the year because it's just, you know, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right to mow in October. It just doesn't. I think it should be against state law to do that, to mow in October. Can we, can we put that on the books that it's against the law to mow in October? Is that okay with everybody? Give me those months, like October... November, December, January, February, March. Half the year, not allowed to mow. I think that's fair. <laughs> uh, can you imagine? March is pushing it. I know it is. You got spring there. If you, can, if you can get through March without mowing, you're pretty lucky. Uh, I don't think the farmers would appreciate that. You know, pretty going to be pretty dry if you go all six months without enough uh, rain to cause your grass to grow. But then again, you know, if it cools off and you actually get snow, uh, you have enough moisture in the ground to, to help, you know, crops out and stuff, and, and you don't need the rain. And you get to enjoy snow, so it's not too dry. You're not going to be at risk of forest fires or anything like that, like you would be... In other places, I mean, at least for the, at least for the state of Illinois, I think that's a good policy. Let's get God on the on the on the same page and uh, make it so grass doesn't grow between October and March, and we get enough snow uh, to keep the ground moist. Can we do that? Like, I just want like two or three feet of snow for an extended period of time. That's all I ask. I want to be able to actually enjoy going sledding, do some winter, you know, activities with my kids. And not try and build a snowman out of like half an inch of snow in my backyard. It's all muddy and leafy and dirty. I want to build a snow fort. I can't even remember having enough snow to build a snow fort. My, uh, I do remember one time when I was a kid, my buddy had uh, tunnels in his backyard. It drifted just right, so that was kind of cool. But by the time I got to them, they were pretty, had already started to melt anyway, so I missed out on that. And you know, I heard stories of... Uh, people that went to college, you know, 
six or seven years before me, they had enough snow where the plows came through and they had the big piles and then they, they dug into the piles and had made themselves an igloo out of the giant pile of snow at the edge of the parking lot. You know, I made one stinking tunnel on the giant pile of snow on the edge of the parking lot and stinking campus security was like, oh, don't be on there, that could cave in on you. No, oh, come on. Grown man trying to play in the snow. Leave me be. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, we had this conversation a lot about what the perfect weather would be. If you could have a certain weather all year round, what would it be? Um, personally, I'm thinking like 79, 78 to 82 all year round. Um, but, but you know, with an occasional down to like 70 or I don't really want it to go any higher than 85. But mostly, you know, right there in that 78 to 82 range. That would be perfect. Uh, and if it only ever rained warm rain, that'd be that'd be ideal as well. Because uh, there's nothing worse than cold rain. There's just not. You can't. I mean, I don't mind like walking out in the rain and just getting wet. But if it's cold, ugh, no one likes cold rain. Enough. That's typically you know what I get rained on is cold rain. I remember playing football, and it was like 50 degrees one year in high school football was a JV game and it may have been a little bit cooler than 50 but it wasn't terribly cold but it was just raining and just spitting sideways wind was howling oh it was miserable then I had the bright idea to go slide through the puddle at the end of the game because we finally won and overtime ah uh, memories yeah I, I keep telling myself I need to stop you know I have a lot of stories from high school about sports and whatnot. I'd go back and I'd go back in a heartbeat if there was a way to do that. Just to I would you know start over it freshman year all over again and just boom. Just for just for my stinking football seasons is really the main thing. I had a lot of fun. Um, I don't know everybody has great memories of high school, um, but I did, and uh, that's what I talk about when I get back together. People from high school and some folks say you know I should move on quit living in the old days and uh, or you know they say people that only talk about high school means they peaked in high school and I hope I didn't I don't think I did I enjoy my life as I do now I just you know it's, it's rare to have as good of bonds um, as an adult uh, with with your friends like you did with your friends in high school you just spend more time together you have more free time uh, you know, I've got pretty good friendships with people from college and that same reason I mean you just live with these people um, spend all your free time together you're going to develop better bonds than you know, just people you work with I guess because you just don't have that uh, camaraderie um, so yeah I do I miss it I'm looking forward to uh, my 10 year reunion this this fall um, but also I know if uh, you know there's only a handful of people that I really uh, enjoy spending time with and if they don't end up showing up, then it's probably not going to be super fun. Um, but I was versatile enough in my personality that uh, I got along pretty decently with everybody. So it probably shouldn't be too bad. Um, I don't know. It's kind of weird thinking about. 
I don't feel like I'm that old, but here I am, 28 years old, ready for my 10-year reunion. Kind of crazy. All right, folks. We're going to find something else to talk about, and I'll be right back with you. Peace. Right, welcome back. I'm Colton Moore. This is the And One More Thing podcast. And the Cubs and the Reds are heading to extra innings. The top of the eighth inning, Cubs hit a home run with the new second baseman, Daniel Murphy. Home run to take the lead, but then the leadoff batter, Eugenio Suarez, uh, in the top of the ninth, uh, hit a uh, response dinger and tied it back up. No more runs were scored in the inning. So now I moved the extra innings. I was going to hopefully listen to that before I got back on here, but still got some driving to do. Coming up into one of the small towns here on my drive. Uh, just wanted to give you all an update on that Cubs game. I watched the highlight reel last night of Javi Baez, and they were just tags. Just him tagging people, um, catching the ball uh, on the on the throwdown from the catcher. Uh, I mean, there are highlights from the, the baseball World Baseball Classic from just and then just uh, Cubs games as well. And two of those plays stand out to me. And, you know, I've talked about how baseball is boring, uh, but it wouldn't be boring if everybody uh, played like Javi and had an attitude like Javi. Because the first one was, before he even catches the ball, he's pointing down back at the catcher who was a Yadi Molina in the World Baseball Classic. And he's congratulating Yadi on the good throw before he even tags the guy out. He never even looks at the runner, just sweeps back and tags him uh, and runs to in, in the inning. And the last the last tag out uh, in that sequence was, I don't know who he was playing, uh, but the guy dives face first. Still, it's like a no-look. It's not a no-look tag. He, he looks at him, but the guy tries to do the little swim move where you reach with both hands and you pull the one hand back so you can try to avoid the tag. Uh, but he still sticks him, and then he matumbos him, wags a finger in his face. I'm like, oh, man. See, if if baseball let people have personalities like that, uh, it would be much more fun to watch. Uh, unfortunately, there's not a lot of opportunity for personality in baseball uh, because – it's got to be because the batters are coached. You know, there's not a lot of... It's, it's home run or strike out. And when it's home run or strike out, there's not a lot of opportunity for defensive plays to be, you know, cocky about. Or And there's not a lot of room for uh, the, uh, the ninja slides. And the people don't play small ball like that. They're not stealing bases. And it's sad because baseball's more fun when people are stealing bases, when there's... Lots of singles, base hits, uh, and doubles just to have action in the infield. The ball getting thrown around, people getting thrown out, overthrown, getting in rundowns. That's what makes baseball fun. Um, but instead, you got uh, people trying to lift the ball, which ends up uh, having fly outs to, deep, to the deep outfield. Uh, or there... Pardon me. Or they're just striking out. And it just it makes it hard hard to watch and, and hard to listen to on the radio even. Um, because it's just like, oh, here's the pitch. He 
tilt strike one. Here's the pitch. Oh, high and outside. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Here's the pitch. Long fly ball to center playable by the center fielder. Like, that's all it is. And it gets really boring. And I wish it wasn't like that. Um, and there's there's some players out there that are trying to liven it up. As I've mentioned, Javi Baez, um, Bryce Harper, they're out there. They're just uh, too few and far between for, uh, for my liking. Because, I mean, I don't know, we want... And we want our professional athletes to be everything we're not. Uh, and so many average Joes out there are just kind of meek and timid. And we just want people that are, they can live out uh, the expressions we wish we could express ourselves. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. If we, uh, as a general populace, were more uh, animated, then our, our professional sports athletes would be as well. Who knows? That's not, I mean, the other sports are the same way, you know. You got, you know, there's always coach speak. They never want to, you know, coaches never want to down talk to about another coach. Or players or anything like that. Always talking in cliches, never giving any real information. Same thing for quarterbacks. Because, you know, they say something controversial, we'll rip them to shreds anyway. But just, can we take it easy on these guys that are out there playing a game? Let them have some fun. We don't got to overanalyze everything they say. If someone wants to be full of themselves, let them be full of themselves. Okay, I'm going to hop off that soapbox, I think. And we're trying not to get back on. Sports are supposed to be fun. You got it? Okay. Uh, speaking of sports and being fun, as I mentioned earlier, high school football is starting. Got to watch the uh, short little preview clip from the local news station about my brother's football team. They interviewed uh, the coach and one of the running backs and some guy that I don't even know what position he plays. And I'm just, I'm just hoping. Uh, and it's like this everywhere in in high school football. There's always couple of kids who are talented who are who have the athletic ability and just get overlooked um, by their coaches by uh, the other team and I'm rooting for you guys I was one of you guys um, I hope the ball finds you and I hope that you can uh, make something happen with it uh, and I tell my brother that all the time like hey you're not going to get to play call on offense so get the ball on defense and make something happen um, that's the joy of sports. There's always another side of the ball. And you can't always control when the play is designed to come your way. Uh, but you can always, you can make the most of the opportunities given to you. And, uh, you know, life's the same way. You know, you never quite know how things are going to shake out. Um, but you're you're gonna you're gonna stumble across opportunities from time to time, and you got to make the best of them. I was having a conversation the day before I left work with some some of the guys there, and they're talking about how uh, 
you know, how certain corporations are just poorly ran. And, you know, just here in these regular Joe Peons, bottom bottom wrong, can see just the mistakes that the upper management are making. Whether it's uh, screwing over suppliers whenever all of a sudden you just shut off production and these suppliers that have ramped up their facilities to, to be able to fulfill um, your demand. And all of a sudden, you just shut down, and then they got all this stuff just sitting there, and then they got to shut down. And so then, you, whenever the economy turns again, and you start ramping up production again. These people are like, "No, I'm not helping you. You screwed us last time." And and you see this as a as a regular person, like, man, how do, how do these people not know they're making the big money? They're supposed to be smart. They're supposed to have this all planned out. And and here's the secret, folks. Uh, your bosses. Your bosses' bosses and their bosses, they're not smarter than you, more than likely. Um, they just took a different career path. They, um, you know, they they went and got a business management degree. Or they went and got an engineering degree. And they put in the time and the effort to get that degree to where they could just step onto the ladder at a higher rung than what you're at. But here's the here's um, the good thing about that is, uh, you, in most cases you're on the same ladder, and you know what you can always step off the ladder and go back to school and jump on higher up. That's a possibility. There's always going to be advantages to uh, the owner's son. There's always going to be uh, nepotism of some sort, no matter how much people try to get away from it uh, privilege is a real thing uh, and that's not just you know it's not just white privilege although that's a real thing too um, just privilege in general there's people that uh, are put in better situations uh, that which makes it easier for them to succeed um, but there's no situation that's impossible folks there's just not. And uh, like I said, you can't control when the ball's going to come your way. Uh, but just like playing defensive back on a football team, the play may not be designed to come to you because, like I said, you're on defense. But you can always take that ball from somebody else and run with it uh, your own way. You know, just make sure it's legal when you do it in real life. That's all I got for you, folks. Um, have a happy Friday. And as my uh, high school English teacher used to say, don't get arrested. And we'll see you on Monday. Peace.